Hello. Knock, knock. Who's there? The IGN UK podcast. That's who. We're going to take over your house. Who, but more importantly, who are we? My name is Gav Murphy. To my left... Joseph Scrabbles. Was... The big new hotshot higher IGN UK Towers. No longer. No longer, because now we've got... Alicia Judge! Boop, 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 boop. What an intro. <laughs> Who are you, Alicia? Um, oh gosh, that's an existential question to start yeah. off with. Didn't have that in my job interview. Is it Alicia or Alicia? Alicia. Feels like I should yeah. know that by now. Yeah, yeah I know, you... <laughs> it wasn't like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. In oh. fairness, it's got far too many syllables. I don't really know what my parents were thinking. I keep putting a double, another S in there. So it's yeah. Like, yeah, which to be fair makes more sense because it's spelled A L Y S I A, which yeah. is definitely like Alicia, Alicia. You're yeah. not foreign, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I have parentage in Scotland, so I mean, I'm basically like your brethren, right <laughs> Wales, Scotland. Yeah, I mean, I lots of Celtic people count that. I don't personally. You've ah. been moaning a lot about Uncharted featuring oh. a Scotland level and not a Welsh level. It's it's insufferable. The, uh, it's the honest. only thing we're going to Uncharted in a bit, but it's the only thing that would have pushed it over for me into a perfect game. Interesting, um, interesting. But yeah, Alicia, Alicia, <laughs> you could do this. <laughs> Never going to get that right ever again. So you are our new host, I am. Gen UK. How is it going so far? Yeah, it's going really, really good. Like I'm. It's not where I've yet. <laughs> oh gosh no it's, yeah, it's going good like the, the the issue has been trying to keep up with the teleprompter like okay. I don't know if guys know how we film the, the, the news videos but we always have like a teleprompter on the iPad yeah and don't tell them because then they might start oh, their the own news channel secrets You're screwed but it's, they it's won't have re- the mirror, the special <laughs> oh, mirror. Yeah. The special mirror. It is. It's, it's like a crazy mirror that sits on top, and then you, it's all reflected. So when you look at the iPad, it's all mirror imaged, yeah. and then it goes. But it just goes. It goes really far. You know you can slow it down, don't you? I have eventually worked that out. After <laughs> that sounded very. <laughs> that sounded very uncertain. Like yeah. you didn't know that. <laughs> I have. I have. Yes. Because I really, I really like the buttons. Because the buttons are a tortoise and a hare for speeding it up and slowing it down. I actually haven't noticed that. I think I'm the most unobserved. I think they have all, all just made that up, and they should implement <laughs> it into the app. <laughs> Pretty sure that's right. App it sounds right. But see, it's weird. I see Usain Bolt and Richard Griffiths. <laughs> Maybe it's what you want it to be. So when Joe started, I asked him what his favourite things were. So I'm going to ask you what your favourite things are now. Like that song? Those are a few of my favourite things. Yeah, if you want. Uh, What? Yeah, I suppose. You can sing them at me. Bad start. (laughs) Um, What is your favourite video game ever? Uh, Bear in mind, people will judge you this forever. You can't judge the judge. Last name. Judge. Oh, nice. we're not having this Wait, already. We nice. are. I'm whacking it out. I'm this establishing. Is pow- this is powers no. all over again. <laughs> Turning his name into a verb. I don't like it. Just because no one knows how to pronounce your last name, wow. you just it's basically Whoa. racism. So <laughs> ding, tribunal. Ding. <laughs> Um, oh god, favourite game. Um, oh, there's like six. Uh, What's your UFC? Uh, 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 <laughs> re- oh, most recent game is Last of Us because okay. it's just mm-hmm. amazing yeah. and the story's incredible. Um, I absolutely loved SSX3 back in the day. Whenever, like, nice. it was so, like, whenever we had, like, um, did you ever do, like, school exchanges with, like, French students or Spanish students and stuff? I did not with Swedish not in Wales. students. <laughs> Sweden with Swedish students? Mm. No way. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I went to Sweden. They told me all about how they invented yogurt cartons. 
It was nuts. <laughs> they Sounds love it very over there. educational. That's all they've got. What a fun weekend was had. <laughs> but we always we always just used to like because obviously you can't really communicate with them because you can say mon chat et bleu and yeah. other useful things. Um, so I would just sit with them on SSX three and I'd be like, right, let's race down a mountain. Was that the one where it was the game was one single mountain? No, that was the one. Was that after. the next one? That was the one after, which, which I didn't like as much. Which one was three? SSX three was the one where there was like almost three different peaks. So hence the three. And you had to unlock each stage and stuff, and um, had like the avalanche. Communicate with these foreigners by the medium of ollies. <laughs> <laughs> you ollie on, ollies, on the sideboard. Yeah, yeah. Or three sixties. Or three sixties. Kind of the, it. it was all about the. They had an incredible soundtrack. It had the. Oh, what was that song? It was like. Oh, jerk it out by the Caesars. Yeah, jerk it out. <laughs> yeah. I love it how we've just started and have sung twice in like the first five minutes. I told you it would be a beautiful Match of the Day spoiled that song for me because they just use it constantly. Oh, was that yeah. one of their like goal highlights yeah. video just all songs. the time. I hate those um, guys. But yeah, no, the, like all snowboarding games had amazing things. Like yeah. Cool Borders, that had an amazing soundtrack. I think we actually had someone writing in recently. After we talked about uh, skating games, someone yeah. wrote in and was like desperate for more snowboarding games. Yeah. So we're building up a sizable cadre yeah. of people. I, the new SSX that they released it just wasn't as fun it was awesome and it looked incredible yeah. but, yeah, but they always had like fun. silliness yeah, like, exactly. SSX tricky I always yeah, remember the guy's so afro yes. like, yeah. flapping in the wind he's amazing that's, that's the want. defining and it was, image it was like just the characterisation like Moby would go off a massive peak and go oh, I can see London from here <laughs> with all these like really stupid little one liners and then it became all serious and yeah. and that's rah. good that's, that's good two favourite games two. that's good two favourite okay. games We'll keep it with two. What is your favourite TV show? Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Definitely. It's... I know know there's a few raised eyebrows of like... But it was... First of all, it was really bonding between me and my aunt. Because everyone has a mad aunt. She is a zombie. Because she is... (laughs) She died many years ago. We keep her in the basement. Um, No, but I mean, almost equally mad. She's one of these aunts who she lives in her, her little house up in Doncaster. And she bought her house based on how well it will survive the zombie apocalypse. That's so, interesting. The first time I went to see her, she's got this alleyway at the back, and she was like, well, I've got this alleyway, Alicia, and it means if I set up a machine gun turret here, it'll bottleneck all the zombies. Sounds awesome. And I you're like, auntie a prepper. Does she amazing. have all this stuff? She is such a legend. <laughs> and she has, like, a cellar, and I was like, no, Helen, like this is a really bad idea. Cause, cause <laughs> <laughs> auntie Helen was like, Aunt Helen, if you go into the basement, then you're going to get hemmed in and they'll pour in and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no. And it turns out there's this little grate at the back and you can crawl through it and it goes up to the street. So she's got an escape route in her basement. What? It's amazing. And she introduced me to The Walking Dead mm. and so we kind of like, have you seen this documentary on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word yeah I mean if you presumably if you're frightened enough of zombies to buy a house that suits a zombie no, assault you're, then you're, like that's pretty good or she wants it it's the wrong emotion yeah it's not fright I think it's genuine excitement I at think the that's scarier <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. do you guys not have mad aunts or uncles or not zombie second ones cousins? I think we're, I think, mate, because you're a little bit younger than me and slightly younger than Joe, so maybe now, like, I think I, I just got old aunts and old uncles oh. who were never, like, cool, as I That's recall. interesting. I thought you were um, going to say, now now I'm of the uncle age. I am the mad <laughs> uncle. I am an uncle. I, I am an uncle. And, like, yeah, like, my, my, my maybe I am the mad uncle. I mean, I don't have, a, like, a dungeon like you're right <laughs> but um, maybe I am but yeah no but my uncle and aunties just they're nice they're lovely but yeah just boring 
Um, but he did introduce, introduce me to video games. So that's oh, there good. we go. Maybe that's, that, that's clearly the job of Aunts and Uncles we've established. Cool. It's yeah. introducing to video games and all Keep them alive. Keep series. your ne- nieces and nephews alive mm-hmm. in your dungeons. Yeah. What is your favourite movie? Favourite movie? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Hmm? Mm. Good it's film. a mouthful to say. Kaufman stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you like him in general? Or are you just about that? That just, film. just that specific film Interesting. Is, is pretty amazing. It's I haven't just, seen his new film. What is it, the puppet uh, one? Oh, Anomalisa. Yeah, apparently it's one. pretty difficult to get is on it, with. Yeah. It looks like it. So was um, um, that. Synecdoche, New York. Yeah. I hated that film. That was so hard to watch. Everyone's like, man. oh, such a clever idea. Yeah. He's got, oh, it does this thing. What he does is Synecdoche's like a thing that's like another thing. So all he does the whole time is uses words that sound like another word. Yeah. It's not clever. <laughs> like everyone's going, Charlie Kaufman's blown my mind. You yeah. go, he's got a dictionary. Fuck off. Mononyms. I don't need them. <laughs> I, me- I remember watching. But, yeah, Eternal Sunshine Sports was mine after a particularly bad breakup and was just like why isn't this real <laughs> take the pain lord <laughs> love the blue hair like we how is it not real you're yet? looking in the yellow pages for the number to yeah. call I also think it's one of those films that if you watched it you, like because we've talked about the procedure on here and in the pub at length yes and it's one of those films that like you get more out of it constantly like yeah. I wanted to do an IGN show just about Prestige let's do it where we literally every oh, week we talk about more stuff in the Prestige yeah, we watch it every week and find one more new thing about <laughs> yeah. it yeah it's actually quite good it is starting to get a little bit like uh, Virgin Suicide though because like every time we get like a little bit pissed I'll go oh yeah but what about this in uh, Prestige and it'll be like just us me you and Kruber just huddled in a pub yeah everyone else so is having a nice a really drink nice time we're talking like, about <laughs> mingling with their fellow man and we're just like what what about Borden's... What if he's talking to himself in this bit? <laughs> uh, which is good. But no, Eternal Sunshine spots mine. You've picked all good things there. Yeah. I don't think anyone can argue. Have I passed the test? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yes. you've already got the job, so it'd be pretty mean if we were just like, yeah. uh, we actually don't like the Walking Dead that much, this so probation. You're, you're done. In fact, I'm really surprised that I got the job, because at my interview, I forgot to breathe twice. You forgot to breathe. <laughs> Literally mid-sentence. There's one of those things where you're kind of talking like this, and you suddenly realise that you're really fast running out of Oxygen, but you still mm. don't breathe because you're really yeah. nervous, and so you're carrying on physically, and then you just pause and go. <gasps> yeah, when you have to be oh. when you have to be physically resuscitated yeah. by your new boss twice, yeah. Yeah, like once is all right. You told us an amazing thing that happened to you in an interview, though, when we were in the pub the other day, and that was the thing that you said to Alex about the, the bag. <laughs> Yeah, first thing I do, I'm sat in like the waiting room waiting for Alex to come out and, and get me for the interview. And I happen to have a suitcase with me because I was going to go visit my parents straight after. And um, I'm trundling on my suitcase. Alex comes out, shakes my hand, goes, I'm, I'm Alex from IGN. He does and sound like that. <laughs> exactly. That like was a brilliant impression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the first thing that comes out my mouth is verbal diarrhea point at my suitcase and goes well it just looks like this is a bit presumptuous like I'm moving in and he, oh, yeah. and he just turns around and like looks at me and I'm wheeling my suitcase into the office he's like oh God. yeah Al's not one for whimsy <laughs> <laughs> to be honest and the worst thing is the suitcase is like bright pink and flowery and kind of just a bit yeah. it was the only one that was going in the cupboard at home so it was just like the worst one to bring in that's uh, awesome well, let's get on to what we were going to talk about this week. Uh, the main thing is, who gives a shit about review scores? <laughs> um, a lot of people, apparently. Yeah. It's a bit weird, <laughs> isn't it? Out. Um, it's been a big thing surrounding sort of Uncharted 4. And I think kind of kicked off by us, really. Um, so Lucy O'Brien, one mm. of our amazing people in Australia. Um, she's actually Kiwi, but she lives in Australia. 
uh, which is like me living here. So I've always like had like an affinity with it. As a part Australian, exactly. I'd like to. Are you say part Australian? You're I both, do know that. Yeah, you're both scum. <laughs> Get Australian. Yeah, I like yeah. that. A bit of everything. Chilling out. Well, soaking up all the nationalities. So Lucy originally gave Uncharted for an eight point nine. Yeah, uh, it was a ruin progress because she hadn't that. played any of the multiplayer. Eight point nine is an awesome score. It's, good score. it's a good game. Um, so that got bumped up to a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, when after she'd played all the multiplayer stuff. Mm. Um, but in between all this, people were just going absolutely nuts. Bearing in mind, mm. people hadn't played the game at this point because it wasn't out. But people were sort of disagreeing with Ruth, saying, how can this game not be getting a perfect thing? And then started bringing in sort of Lucy's other scores um, for other games that she's given. Mm. Like, some people had a lot of issues with the fact that she gave um, The Evil Within 8.8 and then had given uh, Uncharted 4 an 8.9. Almost like those games are completely different games. Yeah. And you're approaching them differently. Yeah. I don't know. Almost as if, like, th- maybe she likes them both quite similarly. Because <laughs> that's allowed. Like, I saw they, they even tweeted games at her that she hadn't written yeah. anything there on. There was this fantastic dude who was just like, because um, uh, obviously because Lucy's a lady as well, she started, they started, uh, some dickhead started bringing sort of, oh, you're bringing a feminist agenda into it. If you read the Uncharted 4, there's nothing. Hey, no. I like, always review games like, with my ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> you jump into a game over The right first. one is tingling. <laughs> it's an 8.9. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's some guy tweeting her going, I still haven't forgiven you for uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 and Far Cry. Four. She was like, I've never written anything about any, either of those games. Um, and like, it just really kicked off. And it's, it's, to be fair, it's really boring. It's like the same conversations that we're having does constantly. And it's even like I've written here, there was a petition that's been currently signed by 44 virgins um, <laughs> to ban Lucy O'Brien from reviewing PlayStation oh, games so on IGN. So not even. Just PlayStation yeah. <laughs> One, not let's get rid of Lucy O'Brien. I'm not saying you should, but I mean, aim high first. I love that. Um, not stop reviewing games, just stop reviewing PlayStation, PlayStation games. It'd be great if she went back and reviewed Far Cry 4 on Xbox One <laughs> and then sent it to that guy who was like, forgive me now, fuck you. But yeah, so this is, this is the uh, main thing of the petition. In light of Lucy O'Brien's Uncharted 4 review, which came in below the Polygon 1 and a whole five points below her rise of the Tomb Raider review... Uh, along with a history of low-balling places in games in general and using her position as a game reviewer to further her feminist agenda. <laughs> I am starting this petition to hopefully remove her from reviewing PlayStation games and to be submitted to IGN when 50,000 or hopefully more people have signed. As I said, 44 people have signed it so Jesus. far. Um, but some of the comments are nuts. Like, someone is just putting, this is an injustice to games. Uh, like, oh, <laughs> the you know, this culture, like, I get that people like their games. And, I, and I've and i been upset by review yeah. scores before. Anyone will be. Like, Absolutely, Because yeah. like, you want people to agree with you. Like, that's just natural. Yeah, like, I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast. Like, when uh, the new X-Files came out, like, we're massive X-Files fans. Mm. And, like, we reviewed a lot of the X-Files episodes, like, really, really favourably. Like, Matt Fowler, who does a lot of our TV reviews, reviewed mm. them. I thought they were borderline unwatchable. Yeah, I hate Like, it. we struggled through the first episode together. We were going to kind of watch them week by week. We were just like... Just gave up. I don't want to. Like, <laughs> I really it. don't want to. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's tough. And, like, you know, you disagree with that stuff. To yeah. point, like, not to just be purely negative against, like, lots of our readers. No. There's an in, there was a very interesting thing at a similar time. Um, uh, Paradox's new strategy game, Stellaris, came out. Yeah. We gave it a 6.0, which is well below the average. Um, And this started a very similar thing. Um, Paradox themselves came out and, to their eternal credit, gave a statement and said, 
we don't agree either, yep. but you've got to let people have opinions <clears throat> and a lot of what he said, you know, makes sense. Like, this is okay. Yeah. And that kind of thing is important. Like, we we respect the fact that, you know, Metacritic being what it is, although we don't have anything to do with Metacritic and we can't, no, yeah. you know, we can't take responsibility for what they do with our scores. Yeah. But we do respect the, the fact that our scores can make a difference to actual people's lives who aren't people who just play games. No. Yeah. But at a certain point, shut up and grow up. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I generally, if I was, like, I've played, I've almost finished Uncharted 4 now. I'm having a little break because I just don't want it to end, basically. Mm. But, like, if I was reviewing it, like, I probably would have reviewed it higher just because I absolutely love it. Yeah. But that's the thing. I, Lucy's a different person to me. Mm. But Lucy's had a different experience with that mm-hmm. game. And, Lucy, like, what you're reading is Lucy's opinion on that game. Yeah. Like, that's what you're reading. Well, I mean, that's also, it's one of the things that I love about video games versus any other media. That yeah. You will have a completely different experience. If you sit in a cinema and you watch a film the action is happening to you so you know it's it's very kind of passive whereas people will find different things in video games they'll pull out different threads they'll have different relationships with characters they'll have different options and it's just at the end of the day a review is a personal opinion and like i think it's better if people can at least like align themselves maybe with one particular reviewer that they know has similar opinions to them that's the thing i kind of don't read reviews but i will read people yeah. like, that yeah. I like so yeah. like if I've seen that Lucy's reviewing something I like Lucy's writing so I'll be like oh once I've played or watched that thing I might check it out mm. like afterwards but I get you know I guess we're in a really good position where we don't have to pay for a lot of stuff whereas I guess maybe some people are using this as just you know they I, use review I, scores as whether or not they're going to buy well, something I, but this I, is not what this is about I think that's also a really key point though that people use the review scores yeah. like not the review yeah. itself yeah. so people will often just scroll down to the bottom see the number yeah. and not read like if you read Lucy's review she was really fair and actually yeah. really positive yeah. the stuff that she was saying and in any good review you're going like the the mark of a good review is that you can read through it and even if you disagree with the points they're making the points they are making refer to your opinion in some way so they might say i don't like this mechanic because it does this you might love that mechanic because it does this what yeah. they've done is covered that that thing exists mm. and put their opinion you know yeah, with respect fair. to it that's the craft of, an, of a review yeah. is that you can come out with a completely different opinion and yet they've covered all your points as well. Yeah. yeah. That is that is important and it is something that that review does. So yeah. to turn it into... Well, this, the other thing, this goes two ways because mm. people want objective criticism, which is fundamentally impossible. They also want to attack people personally for their opinions. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> like, yes, but this is the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense, guys. Yeah. Well, like, so for instance, if we give a game a really high score, we often get accusations of, oh, well, you're just in cahoots with the developer and yeah. it's like you know it, it, unless you agree there will be some form of accusation that's the thing I think the people who are going to bitch and moan about things like this I think people are just bored really yeah. um, <laughs> fundamentally yeah. I think that's what it is and like the game hasn't come out yet people are obviously building it up and for some reason have decided to take an 8.9 as a personal clout on themselves yeah I guess I suppose yeah you invest a lot in the stuff you like yeah. and if someone doesn't like it as much as you then it becomes or you know for the wrong kind of person it becomes a personal attack and that's, that's a problem yeah that's the thing I think that's a very it's a really immature thing and I hope people grow out of it because mm. I, I definitely remember being like that when I was a kid like as a proper like fanboy over stuff like I like Metallica and a friend of mine like Iron Maiden and we used to be mm. like oh, but how can you like that there's so much and then I was getting like you do kind of because you, you align yourself to something when you're a kid and you, you get behind something and you put everything behind it mm. but like Shut up. <laughs> well, tr- you know, you know I mean, it's, it's hard. It's the eternal problem of tribalism. It's why there's still problems in football. But like in in games, 
this stuff doesn't need to exist and no. it is ceasing to exist. You know, once, uh, at the point at which, like, we're getting towards PS4 and Xbox One being able to play online together, like, yeah. we yeah. are at a point where, you know, your console of choice is more based on technicalities rather than loyalism, yeah. rather yeah. than, like, any kind of tribe choosing like yeah. it used to be. And once that's gone, hopefully this will fade away a bit. You know, this the the, the play, low-balling PlayStation games, yeah. which, as ludicrous as it is, I get it if you are a PlayStation fan and someone who seems to like Xbox games. Right, okay, yeah. But you can't judge a person on review scores because that's yeah. not a human that's yeah. just a set of numbers they wrote once yeah it's nuts I really love it if like we do this and then like Lucy's like next week's just like nah I, um, I gave Tomb Raider a high score because it's a woman and I gave Uncharted shit score because it's a man so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that just came out with him I know I think Shakespeare sums it up pretty well when he said what's in a game a game by any other score <laughs> would still smell as sweet what game smelling sweet <laughs> Uh, um, still smell of discs. <laughs> Have you ever said a new game smell? It's pretty good. Pretty good. We actually just opened the Doom like collector's edition this morning, Crouper um, and me, and it, the action figure thing in there smelled amazing. Whiff really? of sulfur. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> Bit of hell. Yeah, it was really good. Alisa, let's do your thing next. Because mm. what have you just done? Oh, yeah. So I just came back from a hen weekend, which is my first hen weekend I've ever been on. Um, and we were in the Czech Republic, and it got me thinking, who would you love to go on a hen or stag weekend with? A fictional character from games or entertainment. Because when, when did you start thinking this? Is this on holiday? Because it can't have been that good. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was amazing. It was because in our, in our little group, there was four of us. Was there four of us? There was four of us. Yeah. And like everyone, it was like an RPG. Everyone took like a Roles. certain role. And so, chef. Yeah, you had, you had like the, um, well, first of all, you had, you know, the kind of warrior. So when we were in a club and stuff and people were like coming up to the bride and saying, this one particular girl was like the bouncer she'd come in with like her fictional battle axe and bat away you had the healer so we did a high ropes course and one of the girls fell and really bruised her leg and then someone was kind of came along and was like oh you know i'll help her out with the bruise got a so poultice everyone so yeah, it was just kind of like, a, ooh. What was your role? Yeah, I was going to say, what did you do? What was my role? Mage, set this lad on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Banter, mostly. <laughs> I think my, yeah, my role was probably, <laughs> it was actually probably the rogue. I was kind of the kleptomaniac of the group because I was going everywhere. You were on the rob. Well, we had to, you brought because, us back gifts. Well, yeah, you steal all that. All those little bottles. <laughs> I um well we had this little like uh, like scrapbook of memories for the bride so we mm -hmm. all like wrote notes and stuff in it and I thought it'd be really nice to like put like glue lots of like bits and pieces in there so I basically went everywhere and I was like this twig is amazing we'll glue it in or like this bus ticket or whatever so I was just you just pocket stuffed with things from the ground <laughs> <laughs> stealing from mother Earth. who would I like to go on a stag do with I think for the first day. The you know the guys in Catherine in our bar. I <laughs> you want to go out with the guys from Catherine. I reckon they go pretty hard on the first day. Aren't they all like in serious trouble? What's going on? There's yeah, a... but take them out of that. Take and a... they're just fun guys. Take them out of that. They like hanging out at bars. They like eating pizza. Okay. Um, I think 
and they've got a nice little dynamic going like they're joking and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they're taking a piss I think that'd be quite good for the first day they seem like the kind of guys who would go really hard on the first day and then mm-hmm. not be able to do anything the next day and that's what you want I don't know it depends on who stag do it it's like go the I've, I've been the person who's gone too hard on the Friday and then unable to do anything and just like wandering around Liverpool like Liverpool like really raining dressed up as Fidel Castro um, that was a dark dark day uh, for me but yeah I think those guys would be pretty good to hang out with yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on whether you're having a stag weekend or mm. a stag do because if you're doing just the straight up night out yeah, I don't think switch. any stag dudes are just the one night are they anymore it's always, it always seems to be every stag dude that I go on seems to be you've been to a lot more than I have how many have you been on Jen? one and it was five days on a canal boat That's oh, wow. so, so I've, not, I've got a skewed opinion here I want someone good at I want Link from Wind Waker to pilot us about so yeah. I don't have to do it they're not all on canal boats you know that <laughs> might be for me all, all of mine are always like weekends away and they're all like because Welsh people don't like <laughs> not this again no, well, Welsh people like go into the same places. I, I went to live no Newcastle once on a stag do. Good call. I went to one pub. What the for entire three time? days? Which pub was it? Uh, it's like a big pub with an outside bit. Mm, um, doesn't narrow it down. They were having a Cuban day. Like, oh, hence um, the Fidel Castro. Uh, no, it was a different stag do. Oh, right. <laughs> you just have a Cuban element. <laughs> Completely <laughs> different stag do. That's what yeah. So wait, I'm always on canal boats. You're always in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm but just not always in Cuba. Cuba. Um, but yeah, no, I think I would. Yeah, the guys from Catherine. What, who, what defines a stag do? I don't know what I, what I need. What someone big, hard drinkers? Big weekend on the raz. On the raz, but convivial. You don't want anyone causing problems. No. Good at drinking and nice. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? I don't know. Nathan. Zangief. He looks all right. I reckon he can hold it. Yeah. Don't know. No. Not down for Zangief. He's not going to get in clubs. I, th- I think I'm not. I'm wearing uh, pants. I think I'm getting to the age now where, like, if, if it's just got to be a nice, quiet chatting. Quiet chatting. Quiet chatting in a pub. Um, that's good for and that. that's why I went for the Catherine people because I don't think their voices ever go above this, pretty much. Really? I, I like that, yeah. I don't think I've played enough Catherine. I don't know what you're talking about. No. I'm starting just... to think I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it was about four years ago that I played that. Um, but I have really fond memories of that. Um, yeah. But it's tough, that. Yeah, it's good. Well, if you have any, let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Next up, have you ever walked out of anything? Not like jobs or marriage or anything. Yeah. Just, just keep it light, guys, please. I... Well, I'll what? tell you why I'm asking. Anyway. Okay, okay. Do so, that. <clears throat> and then you can think while I do that. So I went to see a comedy show the other day that my girlfriend and I have been planning on seeing for ages. And we sat through, like, it, there was a support act. Um, and we sat through her for a little bit. And then I kind of was just like, I might go get us a drink. I'm not having a very good time. That's a semi-walkout. Um, so it's a semi-walkout. And the girlfriend was like, yeah, okay. And then uh, it was a fam- pretty famous comedian. So it was Rob Delaney. Oh, shit, um, really? So we've talked about Catastrophe, his TV show, on here a bunch of times. Mm. Um, because it was really good. I didn't think the second series was as good. But the first series is, like, so, so, so good. Mm. So funny. Um, so I was really excited to see him. Because I got my girlfriend into Catastrophe as well. So she bought the tickets. It was a big surprise. Mm. And we were really excited. And then so I sort of snuck off during the support. And I said, I'll go get us a drink. But I... <laughs> 
sat outside for half a pint and drank it by myself because it was that's boiling not, hot that's noise. No, you, just, you just left your girlfriend well, no, she was having a good she was having a relatively good time I think so I thought well I'm just not going to sit there being grumpy so I thought and I wasn't being grumpy I was enjoying it because she it was look at you rationalising <laughs> having a half pint by yourself so, but I thought I'm helping it was boiling hot <laughs> and because everyone had gone in to watch the port act the South Bank bar like the third floor I don't know if you've ever been there but it was empty so it was awesome so I had the, basically hmm. the balcony to myself and I thought Oh, I can't be asked. I'm just going to stand here. Yeah. So I had a half a pint to myself, then went back to the bar. I was like, can you just put a half a pint in there for a <laughs> So I went back in, and then Rob Delaney, Rob Delaney came on. And it was a couple of like, I've seen him before in the Soho Theatre, which is a much, much smaller mm. place. And he, was, he even said, this is the biggest place I've ever played. And it just wasn't very good. Oh, no. I just, I didn't think it was that funny. And I've heard him before talk about his wife. I've, I've heard him talk about it in a favorable way, but I also I've heard him talk about it in like a, you know, sort of negative way. And I think because catastrophe is all about sort of, uh, you know, 40 somethings getting together, being married and having kids. That's kind of what his entire set was about. Right. So I just kind of felt like I'd heard a lot of it, but it was the same kind of ramblings, but they were just different jokes. Okay, so it was just yeah. like, I've got a lot of kids. Here's some jokes on that. I've got a wife I've been with for ages, and now you know we don't have a great sex life. Here's some jokes on that. And like after a while, like I kind of leaned over to my thing. I was just like, this guy sounds like fucking Bernard Manning. <laughs> like he's just talking about his wife in such a mean way, and like everyone's like, oh my god, it's so funny, Rob Delaney, like mm. he's so close to the bone. And I was like, I'm just finding it really mean. Yeah. Like and it was just over the top, and I just I'm not saying that I didn't like it because it was mean. I just didn't like it because I didn't find it very funny. But that, yeah, it could that, be mean as long as I find it funny it's fine that's it that kind of comedy relies on being shocking and if you just hear it over and over yeah. again like but like I, so I, that. I spoke to somebody else about it cause, so basically I said, I said to Talissa I was like are you having a good time she was like not really this is kind of shitty I was like it's really still sunny outside should we go outside like, and she was like how do you know I don't know <laughs> I was like and the balcony is completely clear you can go there and you'll be able to you see the guy's like another half pint sir. yeah no, no. <laughs> you must have me confused with someone else there. Um, so I was like, do you want to just, should we just go? And I, we walked out and we had a brilliant night after that. I was yeah. like, but then so I started thinking, I felt bad for walking out. Mm. But then I started thinking like, I think it's okay to walk out of stuff. Yeah. If you're not having a good time, well, if you, you paid think, for it. And, it. and if you're going to be making, particularly if you're going to be making it worse for other people. I know what you're like. No, but you're sitting there going, Great one, mate. Another one, tell us another one about your wife, mate. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. I was just kind of sitting there. Like, but it was, at one point, he said, like, um, like the punchline was David Cameron. And there was this guy in front of me who was like, I'm making assumptions about him because he was in like a really nice suit. He's a banker or an insurance guy or hmm. something like that. And he was just pissing himself laughing at the phrase David Cameron, started clapping and stuff. And then like the girl, she was making jokes. She was like, oh, and that's Snapchat. And everyone was just like roaring laughter. Just like, it's really weird seeing the, the punchlines out of context. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing Maybe it. I'm sorry about that. But like, yeah. And then, so I kind of went outside and we had a chat and then, um, um, a girlfriend brought up like a book by Nick Hornby called 13 Songs mm. um, which is a decent book and I forgot about it but it's basically like him going through like 13 songs that have made like an impact on his life and he talks about um, Led Zeppelin in there and he talks about I think it's Moby Dick but he talks about basically being in a Led Zeppelin gig there being this giant drum solo and he just got bored in the middle of it it was yeah. like 10 minutes into like a 25 minute drum solo and he was just like 
So he left, went around the corner, like played a game of pool, had a pint, and then came back and watched the end of the gig. And he was just like, <laughs> it's okay to leave stuff if you're having a good time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I kind of felt that because we were just on this amazing sort of sunny balcony having a great time. Do you still feel good about Rob Delaney or has he been tarnished for no, you? No, I feel absolutely fine. I'll definitely watch and I think that's probably one. it. You've like, walked out. And That's you've been true. like, this isn't working for me. If you'd stuck it out and been upset, yeah, mm. it's much like the reviews and, uh, yeah. get through, Ooh. get to a re- yeah. bad review score. Fuck off, go do something <laughs> you like. Like this is it. We yeah. live in this culture of making ourselves angry all the time. We don't need to do it. Yeah, because to be fair, like Krupa and I went to watch um, recently Hail Caesar. Uh, one of the worst films I've ever seen. I love the Coen Brothers, but mm. I, I, we were just looking. I can kind of tell that from the poster. I don't know why. You know, you know. Things, I was super excited about poster. it, mm. but like I was super excited about that. And the trailer made it look like a kind of Big Lebowski style caper, and it's not. It's really right. weird, and they're doing something really strange with it. But me and Krupa felt like spent a lot of the film just looking at each other, going, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah. Um, but we give is it, it like going after reading? We, we give it a great review on the site. So, um, and, then and that I, guy's dead. Yeah, set fire to his house. So, um, but yeah, no, it's not like burn after reading. No, um, because I, I, I hate that film. Do you? Yeah. Awful. See, I didn't mind that, but there was like I mind. I like bits of burn after reading. So in that sense, there's a lot of different okay. characters going on, and they're not necessarily all entwined. Mm. That's the thing that's going on. But mm. yeah, like I wish I'd walked out of that, but it was a press screening, so I kind of always feel a bit weird yeah. walking out of a press screening. Yeah, because you've been given that. Yeah, the only thing I've ever walked out of that I can think of was the comedy act at the Games Media Awards last year in oh, Cahoots. Oh god, that <laughs> but, was so bad. But I don't want to stick the boot in there because yeah. I don't think they've done just it go- well. yeah, just Google in Cahoots They're and then the, you'll find out the one the close because I. Basically, I'm stingy, and the idea of walking out of something freaks me out, because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. lose my money. The closest I've ever come was... Um, I should point out my girlfriend paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was walking out, Walker. left, right, and centre. <laughs> <laughs> um, closest I've ever come was Only God Forgives, that Nicholas Winding Refn film, which I think genuinely think is the worst thing I've ever seen in the cinema. I love it. I hated it. I, I hated every minute of it. Actually, yeah. apart from the karaoke sequences, which are great. Yeah, they are um, awesome. But, oh, just awful. Horrible. I can see why people, I can generally see why people don't like it, but I don't know, for me, it just really struck something. And, his, and I was his, like, I love it. Yeah, his new film looks rubbish as well. What's his new film? Uh, neon something Neon Demon I want to watch the, there's a documentary about the making of um, Only God Forgives and I want to watch that was it oh, I'm just sad in Bangkok See I think it's his wife that makes as well so I can't, I'm, I'm sure he comes out of it pretty favourably have you ever walked out of anything no you know I'm, I'm like you Jay I have to flog various parts of kidneys and things to afford tickets to go places <laughs> and I'm kind of like oh no it's too I mean, I, I've stopped a lot of DVDs. That's probably my equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> kind of... I've stopped reading a lot of books. Yeah. I think that feels better because you could go back to it yes. theoretically, but yeah. you just never you do. You walk out in your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've con- subconsciously walked out on this. Yes. Yeah. And I'm also, I'm also that person in the cinema that if someone kind of walks out and blocks like the, the seat in front of you, you know, they're just going to the loo to get mm, a hot dog. Yeah. And I'm always like... <sighs> Where are you going? To be fair, I don't have to worry about that. You two are both quite tall. Yeah. So I'm very rarely in people's way. That's yeah. how short yeah. I am. Yeah. So. I also have a terrible relationship with gravity. So generally when I'm clambering <laughs> over people, <laughs> I just take people out, leave a trail of devastation in my wake. Fair yeah. play. Joe. Yeah. Well, if you've ever walked out of anything, let us know. 
IGN underscore UK feedback IGN.com. Joe. Yes. <laughs> what have you put on this list of well, funds? Well, this is because of you. You okay. linked us to uh, a trailer for a film called Don't Breathe, which I hadn't yes. heard of prior to seeing the trailer. And we've all watched it today. Um, looks and I think it looks man. absolutely fantastic. Like, yeah. And the thing that it's sparked in my head to... to explain it's a film about three people robbing a blind man's house but it turns out the blind man is way more equipped than they thought to deal with that yeah and it inverts that trope by making him in his house way scarier yeah. than yeah. the people invading his house yeah i just think like elevator pitch horror yeah has, for some reason has just reappeared and is yeah. really exciting again and i like so we talked about green room last week which is punk band gets trapped in a neo-nazi yeah that's all it is that's amazing what a great pitch unfriended which was what happens if you shoot a horror uh, horror film on a skype call amazing Um, have you seen it i haven't seen much of it i've seen bits of it did you walk out of it (laughs) no there were friends watching it and it looked scary and i wasn't in the mood Um, uh, and it follows which is what if haunting was a sexually transmitted disease like all of this stuff like these little kernels of Mm. ideas it's really exciting to me and it feels like I don't know. I guess it's being able to make films more cheaply but look good. Yeah. Like, there's people re- have small-scale ideas and they can go through with them. There's a, sorry. Sorry. No, well, I mean, I mean, I think it's also this idea of tension and, and the idea of tension and fear. And it's, it's almost like, you know, if you whack your hand against something repeatedly, it gets a bit callous. Yeah. And like... <laughs> what? <you know? laughs> Is this your terrible relationship <laughs> with gravity again? <laughs> <laughs> Just all my skin. I'm like stone man. But it, it becomes, you know, and it's this idea with fear and stuff that if you scare people in the same way over and over again you see the same trope over and over again people are going to stop being afraid yeah. so the traditional haunted house just doesn't work and if you flip it like like with this what was the name of the film again the one don't breathe the, don't breathe really cool the idea of the person who should be afraid being yeah. the one making others and that, that first scene <clears throat> where he's just stood there with the gun if you guys haven't seen yeah. the trailer it's they show it in the trailer and it's just like so tense. Yeah, it's, even in a trailer. In a trailer. Yeah. It's the same people who did the Evil Dead remake as well, which, like, I know people don't like remakes and stuff like that, but that is a good film, man. Yeah, and you've it's actually really sold good. it, because I hadn't watched it because I wasn't that interested in yeah. seeing a, a remake, but you kind of sold it to me by saying, like, there's no Ash figure, it's not funny, it's just horrible. It's, and like, There's some nasty bits going on. Mm, like, mm. And there's some Welsh in it as well, a witch speaks Welsh in it, so yeah, get, yeah, get yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. But there's also another, there's a really good film um, that Cooper and I just watched that's on Netflix called Hush, Oh, yeah. And it's a home invasion film, but the woman being invaded is deaf. Um, oh, okay. This sounds so it's like basically it's the, the same, same thing. Yeah. With a different sense. But yeah, because that's the, when I watched Don't Breathe, I was like, ooh, okay. But then, but with, I think with Don't Breathe, there's obviously a lot more going on with that guy. Whereas this, mm. the. Uh, without spoiling too much like it's just really weird seeing it from her point of view because mm. the camera sometimes jumps inside her head and you don't see it from her eyes but you definitely see it from her ears because you have these like moments of silence where you see people walking around her house and obviously she can't she can't see them or hear them because huh. like so it's really Wait, she can't see them either no she can see she can't right. see them but she definitely can't hear them oh, she's looking right. the other way or something right, like that mm. so like because her senses are all like closed off uh, it's yeah it's really strange but it's on Netflix it's just I don't know where it came from and it's good um, it's really really good that's yeah. awesome um, um, I want to see an, another one then I want to see Sniff which is about a man who can't smell <laughs> stinky thieves <laughs> <laughs> Let's get all of these done. It's strange, no, though. Like, copyright. Yeah. But I think you're right, though. Like, these big sort of pitch, you know, big idea sort of things. So instead of, you know, having, like, super gruesome stuff, which what we've had, and then we had, you know, like, ghost stuff coming back as well. That's it. It, mm. it has been, like, it, it does feel like its own wave. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you say, we had... 
torture porn, and then we had paranormal yeah. activity and all the other shit. Yeah. And then this. And like. Like, Jenny, out of all those, I think it's. Um, someone could tell me if I'm right. I think it might be another Conjuring, but one of those ones. I always get confused. James Wan? It's one, of the, it's one of those James Wan films, the one with. Uh, Insidious? Patrick Wills. It is Insidious. Yeah. I think. Insidious, yeah. yeah. There's a bit in that that generally escaped me more than anything. And it's like. Really? Is it the breakfast scene? No. It's a bit where there's like the. You see the demon on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. And the demon is saying about the kid, I want him. And it's it's horrid. In the first Insidious. Maybe it's not Insidious. Maybe it's Sinister. I don't know. No, no, it's, it is Insidious. Insidious is, 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 is the one with like the demon that looks like a weird red zebra man. No, he looks like Darth Maul. Yeah. yeah. Is, is Insidious the one with the two ghost hunters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yes. Is that? Yeah, yeah. So the thing is on the ceiling. Is he on the scene? And he's talking about the kid and he's going like. Oh, but you don't hear him say it. He speaks through the old woman, doesn't he? You maybe, I don't know. Yeah. All I, can, all I can remember is this thing on the ceiling saying, I want it. Yeah, and it's yeah, it fucking does me in. I found that film quite funny. Like, <laughs> just it was a bit silly and you know, over the top. I liked it. And it was but, like the crazy piano yeah. music. Oh, the, the Tiny Tim thing was really funny. Mm. I like that a lot. We used to we sang that as a house all the time. The as a house, yeah, because we watched it amongst our housemates, and it just became like the anthem. You'd be sat there, and someone would be making pancakes, going tiptoe through the window. That's good. Yeah, that film ends really weird. That was a fun film. Like, it does some very strange stuff. Like where he goes to like Hell World to get his kid back yeah. and stuff. I've blocked that from my mind. Really strange. It's great. I have blocked that bit well, from my mind. The, the good bit about it, talking about inversion, the, the clever thing that movie did was, I think, the breakfast scene where they're just sat there and it's the morning and nothing. Like it should be safe. Like there's a kind of golden glow to the yeah. screen. You know, mm. all the filters look nice. And he's just sat there and they're eating and talking, and the camera flicks back to the dad. And the red thing monster is oh, just yeah. standing right mm. behind him. And you're so off guard. And that was clever because, you yeah. know, traditionally horror movies tell us when a scare is going to happen. Yeah. Ugh, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. Okay, then. Alicia, Alicia. Oh, I can't say your oh, name anymore. Gosh, Christ. I'm, I'm going to start calling you Gavin. 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 <laughs> Here we go. Do you know what keyword countdown is? I do not, but I'm really intrigued to find out. Excellent. Joe, do you want to sing the jingle? Uh, not really. Because <laughs> no one has made us a jingle. Why hasn't anyone made us a jingle? Someone make one. Someone's got to make a and jingle. email it in to... IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. It's almost as if we didn't get any feedback last week and we really want people <laughs> if, to send us emails. I'll tell you what, if, if someone makes me um, a keyword countdown jingle with that goes to the same tune as Teenage Wasteland mm-hmm. by The Who, <laughs> I will send you a box of shit that's I've got some cool shit <laughs> that's not, a terrible not my, terrible not, deal a box of my not, shit not my actual shit but by my desk I have like loads of promo t-shirts promo oh, yeah. action figures promo games like if you make me a jingle that's good I will send you that stuff yeah oh. or I'll just get Rory to do it because <laughs> he's got it he's meant to be so keyword countdown on IMDB they are keywords for every film and they range from being like really descriptive to being absolutely mental to do it with every single film. So we play a little game, whereas I have a bunch of them, and you have to guess what the film is by the keyword. Oh, this is a brilliant game. It is a brilliant game. I like it this game. It's a good game. This is now becoming my favourite game ever, going back to the beginning <laughs> yes. of the podcast. Uh, so at the moment, somebody asked last week if I could read out the, um, the league table. If I shot up it. 
You have shot up. Do we have a league table? We have yeah. a league table. This is amazing. I've got a lot of time left. <laughs> um, so don't admit that. A lot of promo yeah, um, But so Joe had a blistering week last oh, week. Joe. But Alex, it was Alex that was on, and Alex is rubbish <laughs> at this game. So at the top, I'll just do. Well, I'll just go through everyone then. So okay. at the top of the points table, it's so tight. Rory's top of forty-one points. <sighs> But he's played the most times, so that okay. means nothing. Have you got how many times they've played on this league? <laughs> yes, yeah. I have, yeah. Good, good. Um, uh, Chris is second with 38 points. Joe is third with 30 points. Krupa's fourth with 29 points. I'm beating Krupa after two goals. Yeah, Dale, uh, Dale is... Uh, Krupa's only played twice, man. Oh, mother... So not really. Uh, Dale is after that with 22 points and Alex is after that with 7 points technically you're last but that's I mean, that's not your fault. Yeah. we all got to start somewhere yeah um, but I've got loads of different stats I've got f- how many films they've guessed how many times they've played how many it's people amazing. have guessed on the first clue it's only ever happened once who was that it was Dale Driver I can see him getting um, this so is like Dale Google Driver. Analytics I'm going to call it Gav- Gavin Analytics Gavin Analytics <laughs> it's called Keyword Count Don't you'll call it by his name um, so film number one Biker Babe. Same actor playing two characters simultaneously on screen. Michael Keaton. That film. Multiplicity. Famous song. (laughs) Female warrior. Xena! Suspense. Suspense. Biker Babe. Biker Babe. Mushroom Cloud. Mad Max? Mad Max 2. Mad Max 3. Sacrifice. (laughs) What? Villain turns good. Uh, Fuck me. What's called Biker Babe? Liquid Metal. Terminator 2 yeah. <laughs> there we go oh. and one after that was a T-1000 <laughs> <laughs> so Bad two start. points to Joe there well done. All right. well done well then film number two Crusades oh 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 um, um, the one with Orlando Bloom uh, Kingdom of heaven. heaven don't tell him Kingdom of Heaven I said Kingdom of Heaven it's not yeah. King Robin Hood Men in Tights Band of Outlaws Rob, the other Robin, Robin Hood. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> Men in tights first, obviously. <laughs> this is That's a good film, though. Yeah. I'm just lulling you into a false sense of security here, yeah. Joe. Well done, Joe. All right. I do love you wearing men in tights first. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I have way better feelings about that. <laughs> Case file. Oh, this is film number three. Oh, actually, I'll, go, I'll do the other ones for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Hmm. Uh, oh. Box office hit. Friends who live together. What? Held at sword point. Exploding barrel. These are the weirdest keywords ever. Yeah, the first ones were much easier. Famous song. English nobility. The Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well be Alan Rickman is the Sheriff of Nottingham. Both of those had famous songs. What was, do you know the famous song for Terminator 2 was? It's for a bonus point. Mm, If you want. No, what? I don't even know the song. <laughs> See, I thought uh, the famous song. See, this is. Uh, I don't know. Is the famous song of Terminator 2 You Could Be Mine? Yeah, maybe that. That's but no, I think it means like song, yeah, actual yeah, yeah. song. So it could be You Could Be Mine by the Guns N' Roses. I think that was an actual single that was released with the film. Don't remember that. Or Bad all. to the Bone, which is, I always I always associate with that film. When's, when's that played? Bad to the Bone. Is it when, when he, comes he walks to... into the bike? Oh, yeah. Bike yeah, yeah. Place, yeah. Um, Makes sense. There we are. Okay, film number three. Case file. Brutality. Seven. Murder of a police officer. Seven. Male frontal nudity. Seven. No. Severed head. What do you... Kidnapping. Ah. Uh. Psychiatrist. Oh, oh, is it... Oh, 
Hannibal? FBI trainee. Oh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. That's Silence of the Lambs. No, that should totally Nabbed it. count. I've done that, that, totally I've done that count. two weeks in a row. No. Nabbed it. Do I not? Can I get half a point? Mm-hmm. I totally knew it. You can get half. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just shook my head. <laughs> we don't deal in halves. Okay. Oh, I'm so annoyed. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, of course. Full front male nudity. Okay, here we go. These are all very old films. Does it count as full frontal if it's Buffalo Bill with his dick between his legs? That's not full frontal. You do see his penis. No, you don't. You know, I've I've never... You do? You see it before he tucks it, though, don't you? Do you? I don't think you do. What? You take it over the IMDb. I'm gonna get that It's a good good point. I don't think that's frontal enough. (laughs) I want male frontal. Male frontal nudity. Mm. I said said full frontal in my my Uh. clue. I've never actually seen Silence of the Lambs, oh, but I've very seen good. I've seen a clip where he eat, he like cuts the and he takes the guys. That's Hannibal. That's Hannibal. Is that Hannibal? Ah, mm. oh, that was horrible. Is that Ray Liotta's head? It is Ray Liotta's head, and he's so going. <laughs> is isn't one of the police? <laughs> That's his face. So what's he doing? Naked. <laughs> isn't one of the police naked in? Um, you know when he breaks out in and he like films. yeah, and he like splays him out like that. Isn't one of the police? Oh, where guys he steals naked? his face? Yeah. Maybe. What? I don't know. It's a good film, you should watch it. It's very good. It's really good. Okay. Okay, here we go. Film number four. Ooh. Oh, I'll give you the other one, sorry, yeah. The other one's FBI trainee, human monster, cannibal. Human yeah. monster? because <laughs> she, she calls him a monster, and she? Like, get this monster back yeah. to Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that famous line. There's so many good bits in that film, like horrible things that happen. Yeah, it's loads. Just whenever anyone walks past jail cells in films now, oh, I expect horrible, there yeah. to be some disgusting oh, things going yeah, on. It's horrible. But yeah. like, no, it must be terrible when you watch Orange is the New Black. Mm. Oh, well, I've not watched it. It's too scary. <laughs> but there's that bit where like, he finds, he goes to like the lockup. And they find that car. Oh, yeah, with this shit that's going on. There's loads of bits. Right. That's really good. Because why is that lockup so creepy? And why is she going in the middle of the night? Well, she's stupid. Lockups are creepy. Yeah. There you go, solved it. No Done. more mysteries left. Here we go. <laughs> Film number four. Yeah. Children. Children of the Court. Harry Potter. Dog. Oh, fuck, that was a good guess. Uh, Beethoven. Orphan. Beethoven oh. goes fourth. Annie. No. Baseball glove. Oh my god! What a poker page master. Fear of <laughs> fear of flying. Peter Pan. Be a hook. Yes. yes. <laughs> I thought you'd just. I saw you fling your hand away. I thought you'd thrown your teacup at the wall. I got a point. Well done. Well done. You, you got, it. The you got five points for that. Did I get five points? Absolutely Why did five I get points. five points? Because, yeah, well, I've had to explain this to Rory before, but basically it goes ten points for the first guess, one point for uh, the Oh, I see. So depending on... This is a five. good system. Thank you. Took um, Rory... I don't think Rory still understands it, to be honest. And he's winning. Uh, yeah, and he's winning. <laughs> <laughs> he's still bitches and moans about it. Damn even though he's winning. the rest of us. Um, but that was good. So the other ones, father-son estrangement, City of Children, surname as title, teenager fighting adult, hook for a hand. Uh, Boobox. Yeah. Boobox. Boobox is scarier than anything <laughs> in Silence was, yeah. I wish that was a thing. Um, okay. Da-da-da-da. Fifth and final film. Mm-hmm. Fighter pilot. Top, Top gun. gun. Native American. Pocahontas. Sex scene. Mm. Exploding plane. I've been thrown off by Native American. Lip syncing. Lips. What? 
Rhyme in title. Boxing match. Tun gun. <laughs> Bad luck. Bad luck. Boxing match. Parody. Oh, uh, punctuation in title. Yeah, I've well never heard of it. You never heard of Hot Shots? No. Ah, it's really good. I was ready I, to say part two. <laughs> I knew I knew that was going to throw people off. For an extra point, Ooh. can any of you tell me what the link between all those films were? They were made in the 90s. In 1991. They were made in 1991. And what happened in 1991, Alicia? I was born. There you go. Yes, they were that's why. Films that were some of the top grossing films in 1991. Nice. I know, literally, just before this podcast, Gavin came up to me and was like, Alicia, what, what year were you born? And I was like, 1991. Why? And he was like, just no reason. No reason. Unbelievable. Yeah, because I only came up with it today. And do you know the best thing is? Yeah, you were born in 1991, and we did Beauty and the Beast last week because it's my favorite Disney film. Oh, that was in my film. thing. So the top grossing films in 1991: Terminator 2, Judge. You had a really good year to mm. be born in. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Beauty and the Beast, Hook, Sansa Lambs, JFK, oh. Adam's Family, Cape Fear, Hot Shots, City Slickers. In fairness, that really is a good year. JFK, it's really good. Laying it down a bit. Uh, JFK is all right. It's all right. All of a And one thing I just reminded before we go: you have an awesome story about Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh no. What is your story? What is your link with Harry Potter? My link with Harry Potter is that I was an extra in <gasps> uh, in um in Order of the Phoenix and in Deathly Hallows Part Two. Have you got a screen grab? I do. We there's, can make that the thumbnail for this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's actually a gif <gasps> that I what? didn't even make when I was. Uh, it was it's from Order of the Phoenix, and someone posted it on my Facebook wall. Um, and it's just it's it's the most embarrassing scene as well because I did Order of the Phoenix when I was this fourteen gangly confused child and I'm stood there at the side basically staring in abject kind of awe at the Weasley twins yeah just, just staring at them everyone else is acting and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just standing there with my so bag on my shoulder extra touching the gingers all the time they look the same <laughs> which they're like no they're, they're wizards have so they got brown hair I only ever saw them ginger I think they're liars <laughs> I, so. I interviewed them once, and I'm pretty sure they had ginger hair. No. Maybe I've manifested them being liars, because <laughs> I believe they are. I interviewed them once, and uh, I they walked in the room as I was talking to a friend, mm. and basically, um, Weezer were playing like a surprise show, and a friend of mine was like, I think I can get us Weezer tickets. Mm. Um, and then he rung, and like, on, while he was on the phone, when, oh, no, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do it. I was like, why did you ring me up if... It wasn't a possibility. Now I'm <laughs> upset because I'm not going to go to get see Weezer. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't have done that. And I turned around, they were in the room. I was like, ah, shit. I was like, anyway, i got to go for the phone. And they were like, oh, are you going to Weezer? And I was like, no, that was my friend ringing me up to tell me they were playing. And then also to tell me that I can't go. And they were like, oh, we're going to go. And I was like, here we go. That's mental. It's now mental I'm going to be friends with Of all the bands, it would be Weezer that sounds yeah. like Weasley. It's like it's it's like that moment in the book <laughs> yeah. where when you say Voldemort, Voldemort appears with all these Death Eaters. It's like something <laughs> similar. <laughs> Weasley. Ah. I, I thought they were gonna, I generally thought they were going to invite me along, but they didn't. Oh, no. that's yeah. sad. But I'm so, sorry. what do you get to do in in these Harry Potter films? So, in the first Harry Potter movie, it was mostly that. That's the one where Dolores Umbridge is doing her thing. So yeah. there was a lot of standing, looking very sad, watching proclamations of her various decrees being <laughs> nailed to the wall by Filch. I uh, did the Great Hall scenes, which were really, awesome. really fun. They're really fun. Um, and in the last movie, in the last movie was more fun because I was eighteen. 
And so we got fucked up. Holy <laughs> we <laughs> Well, I you see this really drunk girl at the back. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, <laughs> completely confused in the first. <laughs> just drunk and Larry. Battle of Hogwarts, reeling about, <laughs> laughing <laughs> Gryffindors. Just with two wands, dual wielding. Yeah. Like, pew, pew. <laughs> um, well, because that one I got promoted. So I was in Ravenclaw in Order of the Phoenix. But I was Gryffindor in. That's the not being last promoted. Movie. It was totally That's promoted. A demotion. No. <laughs> Oh, Ravenclaw's what I'm in, mate. Is it? Yeah, According to the, are you, did you do Pottermore? Of course I did. Of course I did Pottermore. <laughs> but in, in the last movie, because it's all the battle scenes, so um, I got to learn how to duel. Awesome. We did this scene in like midnight. It was like a night shoot where we were destroying the courtyard. So there was all these pyrotechnics, and we had to run through like, say, fire. Didn't they set stuff. the set on fire? Yeah, it all went a bit wrong. This set was one where we had to do the shoot and destroy the courtyard. It's just as Voldemort's force field kind of goes and they were all like oh you know nothing can go wrong because if we have to reset the set it costs thousands and thousands of pounds and weeks and weeks so three two one go we start running things are exploding people are screaming no one's acting because it's terrifying (laughs) and then we get to the ends and like there's a lot more smoke than expected and one of the assistant directors comes out it's like guys i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go check on what's going on (laughs) walk through the smokes and then we just hear this run (laughs) (laughs) he comes back lead us out into the courtyard that we have to there's run through there's, there's, a, a, there's dragon. a massive dragon <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah the whole set was made of bolster polyester polyester bolsterwood bolsterwood and polystyrene that's, oh, yeah. that's really hard to say fast and yeah it was all on fire and they had to call like the fire brigade brigade I can't get my words out scarred <laughs> It's like the tongue twister. That's curse. awesome. I wish I get, got to be an actor or something. It sounds like it's a lot of fun. I think Especially being in Harry Potter. I think my dad's in Eddie the Eagle. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Should I do extra work? Yeah, he does. That's amazing. That's really cool. He's in uh, Snow White and Huntsman, the second one as well. No way. And hmm. Wolf Hall. He's doing all right. That's awesome. I That's never got really to be cool. an extra or anything. You sh- you've got the beard to be a yeah. Game of Thrones extra. Well, I think Rory said on the podcast before, like, oh, yeah. all his mates now have got beards because um, he's oh, from Northern Ireland, I so and that's where they, they film a lot of this. So every yeah. all of his friends, all of his uni friends, are all growing beards, so they want to be extras in Game of Thrones. Wildlings just <laughs> shooting about. I think you just on? feel, like, really special being part of, like, Harry Potter in that way. I went to the press conference, which isn't special at all, for the very last film, and that felt really special because it was the last Imagine being in the last film. It's pretty good. That's amazing. (laughs) There we are. That's us for this week. If you've ever been in a film and you think it is a fun story, let us know. IGN has got UK feedback at IGN.com. And don't remember, you can get a box of Gav's shit. Yeah. (laughs) Big box of human feast. No, a box of cool stuff. It's just going to be a box of poop emojis, isn't it? Oh, I actually you can get little poop plushy, emoji kisses. Yeah, I keep seeing them everywhere now. Shit emojis. I mm. really want one. Yeah, really want one. Okay, I want. On I now. want the little person who's doing that, like <laughs> putting their hands up by their face. I like the sort of hmm emoji. Yeah, really I like the one. brand new unicorn emoji. There's brand new ones. There's a unicorn emoji. Oh. I didn't know they released new yeah. emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, there we are. What's your favourite emoji? <laughs> Let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And we shall be back next week. Bye. Bye. See you later.